0: Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property in payment of the debt. At that, the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had him put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt, because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you?" Then in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Have you ever heard the phrase, more Catholic than the Pope? (laughs) That refers to Catholics who are super strict in following church teaching, that even if the Pope himself were to allow certain exceptions to specific rules, they would not avail themselves of it. They are more Catholic than the Pope. Now, I have to admit, when I was younger, I tried to be more Catholic than the Pope by following the letter of the law, no exceptions. But now that I'm older, but probably not any wiser, I feel that if the Pope allows certain exceptions, then I'm going to take full advantage of that. I don't know if that indicates I'm just lazy or maybe gaining some common sense or maybe a little of both. One example of being more Catholic than the Pope, is how we treat Sundays of Lent. Do you practice your Lenten sacrifices on Sundays? Giving up chocolate, or TV, or social media, or whatever your sacrifice is. Some Catholics do. I remember Father Tom Elliott used to say, Jesus did not come out of the desert every six days to take a break from his fasting? (laughs) But if you count the Sundays of Lent as sacrificial days, you end up with 46 days of Lent, not 40. Why is that? Well, because every Sunday is considered a mini Easter. And just like we will not fast, but rather feast on Easter Sunday, so every Sunday of the year, Including the Sundays of Lent are days of feasting and not fasting. How you treat the Sundays of Lent, therefore, is an example of maybe being more Catholic than the Pope. Let me give you another example, a little closer to home, and this applies to the good people of Immaculate Conception in Fort Smith. One of the 1752 canons in the code of canon law that governs the catholic church is canon 1251. that canon reads abstinence from meat not eating meat is to be observed on all fridays unless a solemnity should fall on a friday did you catch that There is an exception to eating meat on Fridays, and that is when a solemnity, which is like a Sunday, falls on a Friday. Now, besides the code of canon law, there's also a set of rules for the celebration of the sacraments, how we're supposed to celebrate baptisms and masses, funerals, and so forth. And that is called the germ, G-I-R-M, the germ which stands for the General Instruction on the Roman Missal. There, we read, every parish should celebrate as a solemnity its patronal feast, who it is dedicated to, and the anniversary of its dedication. Now, before our parish was called Immaculate Conception, it was called St. Patrick's. St. Patrick is therefore our parish's patron. And the Feast of St. Patrick falls on March 17th, which this year happens to be a Friday of Lent. And when a feast is celebrated as a solemnity, it means you treat it as a Sunday. So just as we are not required to fast and do other sacrifices on Sundays of Lent, so parishioners of St. Patrick's are not required to abstain from meat when March 17th, our patronal feast day, falls on a Friday. Or are you more Catholic than the Pope? Now some of you might be wondering how and why our church's name changed from St. Patrick's to the Immaculate Conception. According to our 150th anniversary book, A Frontier Parish, it happened in a very unorthodox way. In the 1860s, the pastor of St. Patrick's, which is what the church was called then, Father Lawrence Smith visited Rome and had a chance to meet the Pope, the very intimidating Pope Pius IX. His name in Italian is no-no, which was very appropriate because he usually said, no-no, to exceptions to Catholic teaching. He was very strict. Well, as the Pope was greeting people in line, Father Lawrence Smith was anxiously waiting his turn, understandably very nervous. When the Pope stood before my predecessor, the Vicar of Christ asked him, my son, what is the name of your parish? The poor pastor of St. Patrick's completely went blank and could not remember the name. But he had a little Irish luck. And suddenly he said, It is the Church of the Immaculate Conception. And P.O. Nono smiled broadly and said approvingly, Yes, yes. Clearly, the Pope was pleased. Now why was that answer so lucky? Well, in 1854, the same P.O. Nono, Pius IX, had written an infallible papal decree called *Ineffabilis Deus, where he said that Mary was immaculately conceived. It was an infallible papal declaration. In other words, Father Smith gave a very politically and spiritually astute answer to the Pope. He was saying, in effect, I am not more Catholic than the Pope. If he declares or teaches something, it's good enough for me. So this coming Friday, the parishioners of Immaculate Conception in Fort Smith, the parish. Formerly known as St. Patrick's, will be put to the test. We must all ask ourselves the question Are you more Catholic than the Pope? And I'll be answering that question while cutting into a juicy steak on Friday night. Praise be Jesus Christ.